Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Spice Chaos. It's still Love Month here on Spice Chaos. And my lovely, lovely friend over there is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. Yep. And that over there, my, you know, Galentine's Day gal, is <laughs> Leanne Spicer from Spice Oh my Plans. gosh. Am I your Galentine? You are going to have to be my Galentine. No questions asked. Okay. All right. So what does that entail? What does that mean that I have to do? I'll text you about it later. <laughs> oh, secret, <laughs> secret. Okay. So it is love month here on it Spice is. Chaos. It is. And we have been talking about all the things that we love. We've been talking about our lovers. We've been talking about <laughs> engagements and weddings and all kinds of fun love mm-hmm. stuff. And today we're going to talk about our love of money, money, money. Yes, <laughs> plus of marriage things. So, oh yes, <laughs> yeah, Lots our of love. Our co-host today is Shay Budgets, and she's going to teach us all her money tricks, or at least a few. And yeah. we're going to talk to her about her sweet marriage with her husband that I always see all over IG. So we have Shay Budgets with us today. Hi, Shay. Hey, Shay. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us today. Yes. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Of yes. course. We are so excited to talk to you about all of the things, the money and the love and all that stuff. I'm That's ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, before we get into all of that, can you tell us a little bit about who you are in case some of our listeners don't know you, which I don't know how they don't because you're all over all the things and where to find you? I am Shay, better known as Shay Budgets across the interwebs, and I can be found on YouTube as Shay Budgets, Instagram, and I have a website, ShayBudgets.com, as well as a Facebook that I'm not really active on. I just kind of link it to my Instagram and (laughs) have my posts from Instagram go to Facebook. And I would like to think that my area of expertise is not so much money because there's a lot that goes into that but more so just like managing a budget creating a budget managing money working together with a spouse to meet money goals creating money goals I think I kind of that's kind of like what I'm better known for and I think that's the I tell that story a little better than I tell some of my other stories so that is me (laughs) wow yeah I think that a lot of us could use some help in all of those areas. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was telling Caitlin earlier today that what I need from you, Shay, is just for you to like follow me around and slap me when I'm about <laughs> to like buy something on the internet. Sometimes I tell 
people like just give have your paychecks deposited into my account and I'll just manage your money. Yes. Oh my god, that would be amazing. You can cut up all my credit cards. I will just hand over all the things. Yes. And then when I'm like, um, can I order this on Amazon? You can say, no, ma'am, you cannot order that on Amazon. Right. Right. And I will say. There's another Happy Planner release I need to get all the things, and she'll be like, have a seat. (laughs) She will say, yeah, she'll say, you have enough Happy Planner stuff. You do not need any more of that stuff in your house. That's true. Yes. Very true. Yeah, so, well, how, how did you, I guess my number one question for you is, what made you decide I'm going to be the budget queen and um, I'm going to put this on the internet. Like this is such a cool, like little niche that you're in. So interestingly enough, um, about circa June of 2017, I was on a hunt on YouTube, which I had recently gotten into the year, the same year earlier that year or around the tail end of 2016, I just always thought people were on YouTube to sing and dance and get discovered. I did not know that people, that I would one day learn budgeting and planning and goal setting and how to do this and how to do that and how to do my makeup. I never knew that that was like a thing because I never, I've never really been into TV or things like that. I, I do like movies often, but you know, you can't really watch, back in the day, I think you could watch movies on YouTube. And I don't think it was like, supposed to be a thing I think right it's like yeah illegal. but you could I've always been like a movie girl kind of so I never really like got it I don't watch TV now I never watched YouTube back in the day so anyway during my search for trying to find a, a, an effective just like method of budgeting not so much like I think I had already I kind of previously did my research on how we would you know kind of create a budget and attack our our money goals so it was more so just trying to find like an app or like a website or, you know, something like that. And that is when I discovered a bunch of different planners and people doing their budgets and planners. And then, um, because I've always been a little on the frugal side, I took the Facebook marketplace because I landed on the Happy Planner budget extension pack. So I went to mm-hmm. Facebook marketplace. I bought a Happy Planner cover from a lady. And then I, of course, used multiple coupons on different days to go to Michael's to get rings. And then I went back and I got you know, like the the budget extension pack. So I got all of the things that I needed to have my first happy planner. And when I met the lady in the parking lot, which is the same time, like my first initial trip to Michael's is when I bought that cover from her and she added me to a happy planner group. And then I mm. then went to a different group. Um, This was create 365 the happy planner oh yeah Uh yes yep and then I like found different ones and then it was the Mambi the happy planner group that was you know it has a big one yeah yeah I think it was like the major one for a reason and then I would share like my spreads in there because like I didn't plan any other way initially I just was budget planning so when I would share my little budget planner spread like my little stickers and stuff that I had found on Etsy or whatever people kind of took a liking to that and then they, in the group, mainly, people in my personal life have always told me to, like, start a blog or YouTube or something. But, like, it was mainly the people in that group who wanted a video. And my video was not uploading to the group. And I think it was because of the length of it. So my first video 
was just a quick little five minute flip through that I filmed on my iPhone of my Happy Planner budget extension pack. And that is how it all started. I love that. Wow. That is so awesome. That's like a roundabout way to get there. I feel like all of our stories are like that, though. You know, like you just try something and somebody kind of likes it. And then and then the rest is you're just uploading videos every day or every other day. Yeah, literally, literally. And so, you know, I never set out to do YouTube or any of the other things. But I it's definitely been an interesting journey. And it's been a fun one and a rewarding one, mostly. And that's how I became a a budget person, a budget girl, a budget, a budget queen. Am I a budget queen? That's how you. That's how Shea Budgets was born. Literally, and people always ask like where the Shea Budgets came from. Well, I used to have a blog where I documented, interestingly enough, my um, the journey that my husband and I were on to as we were like wedding planning and stuff. So I would just share like very corny posts about like today we went and looked at venues or, you know, this is our budget for this. And this is we finally landed on this place for a honeymoon, so on and so forth. And that blog that I literally created on a whim for other people, because I clearly like doing things that other people tell me to do, yes. <laughs> was called Shea Right. I've since deleted it. But when I created the YouTube, I was like, oh, I'll just call it like a Shea Budget. like a play off of that because I had recently. Like, I was still active on that blog somewhat. Um, so it was kind of like a play off of that blog. So that's where the shape budgets came in. Wow. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I, like that. I, I love I love that story very much, especially because it sounds like you have a passion for this, um, just the way that you sound when you're talking about it. Um, right. Not necessarily like, oh, my gosh, I'm passionate about, like, YouTube and Instagram and uh. Um, but, you know, like, you have a a passion like for budgeting and mm-hmm. that that to me is so healthy <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well and I notice like what comes across most on like on your channel and on your stories is that you really want like the same for other people like you really want other people to see like how much better their life can be when they're budgeting um, right. or when they're doing all the things you know like on what is possible even when you share about like your Etsy shop which we'll talk about but like you just, it just comes across as like super genuine. I've always really connected to your videos and I'm sure everybody else does too. Mm-hmm. Right. And I try to be just raw and pure and authentic mm-hmm. and I never will not be that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I yeah. always say to my husband, he's like, you should do this or that or that. Cause you know, he's recently created a channel and it's for sure. Like his editing is much better than mine and he's much more entertaining <laughs> than, than me and that than I will ever be. But I'm like, if, if, if I can't do, I can't, I won't find joy in doing something if I don't, if I don't feel like it's educational or like helping people even in the slightest bit. And that's why YouTube, doing YouTube is so easy for me. I can, I never, I have literally never in two years, maybe a little over two years been, you know, like uh, wondering about a topic or whatever. Like, cause I just get on there and I just talk about, you know, just whatever I'm doing that, like, you know, I kind of just, if I'm doing a mid-month budget check-in, then, which I do for myself and for my family, I'll just hop on camera and do that and talk about that. So I've never been, you know, stressed for a topic or at a loss regarding topics. I just do, you know, like my daily stuff. And, and I know that it's at least remotely educational. And that is why, you know, I really, that's what my, that's the story that I like to tell mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yep. And we love that. We I love that story. Like I am 
all in your IG stories all the time. Those are my favorite. Your IG Everybody stories are always those. going. <laughs> so have you always been like, like you said, frugal or, I mean, have you always been like careful with money or was there ever a time that you, you know, were more frivolous and you've come to realize that you're better with a budget or like, is it just part of who you are? I like, I feel like my upbringing being that we didn't have a lot of money and sometimes any at all. I mean, no, I mean, some money, but like not enough to go around. Oh no, we get it. We get it. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Yeah. So, I feel like that is what drove me always to want to be financially savvy because I was like, listen, when I'm older and adult grown, whatever, like the idea of money being scarce or like utilities on the verge of being turned off or X, Y, Z, that, that cannot be my, like, I'm going to try everything within my power to not make that my life. And so for the most part, even when I am being frivolous, I feel like the motivating factor is still there, which is why I always preach to everybody about, you know, you, if you set a goal and maybe what you're doing isn't quite working out, or maybe you get off track a little bit or whatever, the goal literally never changes. Like there's, I feel like it's very rare that let's say somebody wants to lose weight, that that goal ever changes. Like if somebody wants to lose 20 pounds, because that's the weight that they want to get back down to, or whatever the case is, Usually that's always the goal. So even if you struggle, if you're struggling to start or if you get off course or whatever, the goal still remains the same. So even when I do have my spurts of frivolous spending, the goal, I still (laughs) normally like snap back into it because the goal remains the same. I don't want to be struggling to pay bills and to save and to invest and to do those types of things. And so that's kind of like just how I live my life. So I never beat myself up if I'm not meeting a goal or if I, if I spend a little too much or if I go to freaking tour it and spend $300 on two outfits, like I normally can just. <laughs> we relate. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Well, but don't I'm, check out Chic Soul if you're not looking to spend $300 no, on two I'm outfits. Not, I'm not. I'm not. Oh my gosh. No. I'm just, I'm just everything. Only- Everything they have is amazing. Oh my gosh. And we don't want to have a Chic Soul advertisement. Well, you know what? What <laughs> no. a great. What a great place for us to pause and have a message from our sponsors. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Hey, Caitlin. Yes, girl. Aren't you sick and tired of not being able to find trendy and cute plus-size clothes? Girl, yes. I hate only being able to buy moo-moos and tents. (laughs) Well, those days are over because I just found the cutest online boutique. (gasps) Wait, is it Chic Soul? Yes, how did you know? Because I already shopped there and I can't believe how adorable everything is. I know. I just got my first order and every single thing fit me perfectly. That never happens. Oh, I believe it. Chic Soul has tops, dresses, rompers, jeans, leggings, basically everything. And the clothes actually fit a plus-size woman between sizes 12 to 24. Exactly. They aren't just regular clothes made bigger. These are clothes that are tailor-made to fit plus-size bodies. And guess what? Chic Soul has teamed up with Spice Chaos to offer our listeners 15% off. That's right. Enter promo code SPICED15 to save 15% at ChicSoul.com. That's promo code SPICED15 for 15% off. Happy, Happy shopping. shopping. There are certain things that I just feel like I'm going to spend a little bit more money on. Mm-hmm. And then there are certain right. areas where I cut corners. So, I mean, do you have a specific place 
like, do, is there, are there certain things that you're like, I'm sorry, but I'm just not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pinch pennies for this. My husband and I get heat all the time. Not all the time, but it's more so for this category than any other. And that is our food category. Guess mm-hmm. how much it is. Guess how much it is for two millennial adults. <laughs> I want well, somebody to get like $600. Oh, you're shooting high. <laughs> like, are we talking no. about like a month, a week? What are we looking um, at? Oh, sorry. A month. Oh, yeah, month. okay. Uh, My guess would be I'm a lot go, of money. I'm gonna go with 400. I'm gonna go with 400. One zero zero zero. But let me explain. Okay. <gasps> oh, three. It's one thousand dollars. But mm-hmm. let me explain. <laughs> that is for groceries, restaurants, and dates. So even if we go oh, to like the movies okay. and the date and a date or a restaurant, or even if we do this or that, like whatever is food related, even if we pick up a tab. Whenever we're out to eat with somebody, friends, family member, whatever the case is, that all goes into that category. But that is the category where, I mean, it just is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. I literally have no, no, I feel no urge to make it. I could, I could split it up. If I were to split it, I may do like 300 for dates and maybe like 700 for food, which is still a lot for two people. But mm-hmm. that's like what I would do to make it seem more appealing, I guess, to the masses. But for the most part, yeah, that's the that's the highest. I mean, it's literally not far off from my mortgage now. And nice. that's the category that's uh, chronically out of control. It's not out of control. It's very much within our, our control. But like on paper, it looks kind of crazy. But that's the one category. All the other categories are pretty chill, honestly. Like, I don't really spend a lot. We don't really spend a lot, if any at all, in really any other um, categories outside of maybe, like, me getting my hair done or, you know, my nails or something like that. But for the most part, that's the one category that is that takes up a lot of our budget. Okay. Um, And see, I am kind of like... How cheaply can we eat this month? (laughs) Me too. I'm like, how, like, how many packs of ramen noodles can I get so I can get more planner supplies? (laughs) That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I'm, I'm like, okay, if I'm standing in the grocery store, which listeners know that doesn't happen very often. I don't go to the grocery store much. Instacart. Instacart brings me my groceries. If I am looking at my phone and I am choosing between regular, like, name brand Cheerios versus like the store brand Cheerios. I go with the store brand every single time because all of that stuff ends up in little plastic baggies in my purse when we're out yeah, at the park matter. or when we're yeah. somewhere. My children don't know the difference. And I know that a day is going to come when they are going to care about those kinds of things. Like right now I can buy Daniel his sweatpants from Amazon and he doesn't care where I get them from. <laughs> yes. You know, I can buy them in a pack of three for twelve ninety nine, or when he's a, you know, when he's a teenager, he's going to be telling me I need these expense. So I'm trying to just keep in mind that right now, yes, I have two children. The opportunity. Yes, yep. but they're my children are cheaper right now than they will be <laughs> when they're when they're older because when they're older they're going to care about these kinds of things. So right now I'm filling my closet with beautiful clothes and beautiful <laughs> shoes and all of these things to, to sustain me while they are That's costing right. me so much money that I can't buy new things for myself. So see, you're a much nicer mother than I am because I'm like, okay, well here's the deal. I'm going to get you these Costco leggings, and if you must have like that justice shirt 
like do your chores use your allowance money rock oh well sister. sure yeah because mm-hmm. <laughs> i am i don't play budget. that i don't play that name brand business with my preteen well and who knows i mean i don't know what kind of kids i'm gonna have when they're teenagers mm-hmm. my daughter looks like she's going to be the type that is going to want all the things <laughs> oh, she geez. already yeah she already wants all the things my son on the other hand is like can I just have a book can you just give me a book <laughs> a book and sweatpants <laughs> yes he wants a book and sweatpants and that is pretty much it and I'm hoping that I'll have at least one that is low maintenance and inexpensive and he's also the one that is on track for like scholarships to college and things like that. My daughter, on the other hand, is going to cost us a bajillion dollars in all Mm -hmm. areas of her life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I feel like I'm getting off easy with one, but yeah, I I am. There are certain things that I'm just like, I'm not going to cut corners on this, but then there's other things that, you know, obviously you have to make those choices. And I think that a thousand dollars a month for a food budget for a couple, I, I mean, seriously, you're living your life. You're having fun. Yep, that doesn't exactly. bother me one bit. No, mm-hmm. like, like to me, that's not surprising. Um, the amount of money that we spend on food because I am lazy. That's a problem. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or that's- like I will overpay for something if it's organic versus conventional but that's just oh, where I'm yeah. not, I'm willing to not draw that line that's right you yeah you you, you do do that thing I do do that although <laughs> it's gotten so much cheaper with like the simple truth brand I don't know if you guys get that brand in your stores but we get that brand and it's it's like a store brand and it's a it's almost the same price as like your conventional items so oh nice great value mm-hmm. that's my mm-hmm. brand of choice mm-hmm. all things all brands are my brands of choice. Yes. Yes. And you can go to Walmart and they will bring your groceries to the trunk of your car oh, and you yeah. don't even have to go inside the building. That's that is what I do weekly. Yes. yes. They don't charge you extra for that and they will mm-hmm. not accept a tip no matter how hard I try to get it to them. <laughs> I think they um, can't. They like literally can't. I don't think I, they can. Yeah. Because they're a I store know. employee. I know, but I want to be like, okay, I'm throwing this money out the window. Whoever picks it up can get it. Okay, I have a budget question, though. I have a budget question for Shay. Exciting. So so as an educator, like I'm looking at kids and what they're doing with their life after high school. So there's a lot of kids coming out of school with debt, right? But there's also a lot of jobs that need to be filled that are like trades type jobs or Mm two-year degree kind of things. What would you recommend to like a high school senior? Would you recommend that they apply to colleges, go to colleges, or that they like save their pennies? What would you recommend? So if I were to have a kid, mm-hmm. I actually have my fingers crossed that they won't go to a college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. unlike their, unlike Same. Their I, I did a six years, you know, with a master's degree. My husband did four with a bachelor's mm-hmm. degree, and nothing would bring me joy than to take whatever money I would have saved for them so that they can invest it or buy a house or whatever, than mm-hmm. to spend it on college unless they did earn scholarships and things like that. Or I would not be opposed if they were to stay home and I could just pay for it. You know, room and board is out of control. It if is. I could just Living in the dorms is crazy. Yes. If I could just pay for tuition and maybe they could work a little bit and earn a little cash or whatever, then that might be like an option. That would what that would be what I would want for my kid. But I think that oftentimes like even for me when I went to college, 
not to say that it wasn't something that I like really wanted to do, but it was just yeah. like a way for me to like in my mind, I feel like I was trained by all adults around me, teachers and everybody else that college was the way to go. And yeah. that in doing so I could like secure a job and which I have been, and I've always worked in my field of choice and all of that, which is the case for me, but that's not the case for everybody. So, right. but I feel like that's just kind of like trained from like childhood. And I think it's difficult to try to say anything differently, even now to anybody, it's kind of like people even look at me like I'm crazy when I say, <laughs> yeah. I'm fingers crossed, I don't want my kid to go, like, to be a doctor, like, please don't, because then right. I was like, that's not a good don't, please, please don't, but people aren't really just like, stop. Yeah. just don't, just go and uh, I don't know create a YouTube channel no, I'm just kidding that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's what they all want to do right now though that I is that is I do not like back. that though yeah no, no. there's gonna be college for that you I I guarantee you <laughs> well that, you know time, YouTube does have yeah. like little mm-hmm. workshops and little professional yes. development for YouTube yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it will, I mean, it'll be a thing, thing. <laughs> yeah but it I will like, to speak about that I think that's just just not the norm and it's taboo and so to even like try to speak about that to you know a sophomore in in high school or a junior or whatever would just be so taboo from the you know from what everybody else may have been sharing with them or been trying to ingrain in them so I think that's where it comes that's where it is difficult for those types of children but as far as like what I would think what I would prefer yeah sure to go the cheapest route to obtain whatever knowledge you need to obtain to have X career or, mm-hmm. or, or your X life. job. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that would be my, but like I said, that's, I'm a millennial and older people, they don't, they want you to go to college. And, yeah. And I'm that way too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. My well, daughter was saying that she wants to go to beauty school and I'm like, yes, that's like an 18 yeah, month yes. degree. Like, that's let's get it we need hairdressers we do right she wants to do nails all day and makeup and I was like yes you can get paid a lot of money money. to do wedding makeup yeah (laughs) it Mm -hmm. costs a lot of money period my little nails that I have on now it was $50 and this is just me one person for like 45 minutes so imagine all the other money and hairdressers are you know they charge even more so like I know that 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 profession they make decent money enough to live off of and support themselves you know what I'm saying that's right well and I'm sorry I don't think that I am snobby enough to say "Uh uh-uh no Daniel you cannot be a refrigerator repairman I'm sorry right I mean there are so many like you said Caitlin trades that well those and those jobs are not being filled right now they are begging for people in those jobs right now and Shay you said it right you you were like it's very taboo to tell someone who's about to graduate from high school don't go to four-year college but we, I feel like in this country, we are training our kids that that's like the next step after high school. And that it's like you said, it's ingrained in them that that's what they're going to do. And then when they get there, they have no idea what they want to do with their lives. And they take yeah. all of these classes that are not going to help them with any kind of career when they're out of college. And they rack up thousands and thousands of dollars in college debt. Right. And then I still need somebody to come and fix my toilet. And what is this whole thing about like the college experience that we're Mm -mm. selling to kids? Like you can have a drunk. (laughs) No. And so many of them see it just as a way to like leave the nest, right? Like to leave their home. Mm -hmm. 
like you could get an apartment for like half the price you could get a door, you know? Right, exactly. And buy your own groceries instead of having a meal plan. That's yeah. ways to cut around. If I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, you know, straight up be like, no, you can't go to college, of course, because you can't control a, a child's right. life in that way. But I would for sure hope to, you know, be trying to share with them all their options and the ones. Right. I mean, to me. <laughs> Listen, I went to college undecided. So to me, mm, being an electrician, a plumber, a um, person who fixes HVAC units, whatever, like that's really where you're going to get bang for your buck. Because once you learn how to do something, yep. you just know how to do it. Like I got a, I'm trying to get a, an estimate for more recessed lighting downstairs. And I looked it up and it says it costs like, you know, maybe 200 plus dollars. So, you know, I think some of it, you know, maybe like in this area, 200 to 300 per light. Mm-hmm. And let's say I want six lights. That's a lot of money. And that's you, the person, whoever's coming, which, you know, I'm sure they work for a company. But, you know, if you are good at what you do, you can have your own company. You can pocket all of that. But, that's right. you know, that's a lot of money for one job that's going to take one day and all they have to bring in. They already mm-hmm. know how to do the electric work. That's like what they do. So they mm-hmm. just have to bring in, you know, the bulbs or whatever little items that they may need to complete such a job. But like that's once you learn to do whatever it is, like once you master whatever it is that you're doing, I feel like that's when you can like take things to the next level. So And really exactly. make some money. Yep. My dad, my dad owns an automotive business. He dropped out of high school in ninth grade and he makes more money than I do as a teacher with a master's degree. Exactly. And my you brother know. works for the family business and never do went to college. you know how much we have to pay for car repairs? Right, yeah. exactly. I do know because my dad does it all day long. In <laughs> mm-hmm. the plumbing and the HVAC and a, to yep. repair a freaking roof and all those things. And you don't really, like I said, you, you have that skill. So you don't really need like a bunch of stuff. Like, you know, some people may you know, need to have a bunch of stuff to do whatever job it is that they're doing. But like, they, that's their, the, the work that they do is in their hands or, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So, <clears throat> or, or building houses or like, well, and yeah, even something like that you do option. go to college for, like a tech field, like you just need those like basic skills. And then after that, like my husband works in the tech field and he said he could right now basically teach himself anything at this mm-hmm. point. Yep. That's what I'm going to say too. Like mm-hmm. getting an associate's degree, which they have been preaching to us, which I think is all a scam and a scheme. <laughs> They've been yeah. preaching like before long, <clears throat> you need a master's degree for any yep. field and blah, 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 blah. No, I mean... Maybe, but that's why the that's why we have. What did we just surpass? Like, a, it's like some trillion. I think we're in like two trillion student lo- of student loan debt or something oh like one point seven. That's crazy. So like, you know, you just, you know, I don't know. If the kids really passionate and they're like, I for sure want to be an orthodontist or a dentist or whatever. You know, that's one thing. But if you're going in, you don't really know. You're on the side and you haven't quite figured it out. I don't know that like trying to be thrown into getting some type of four-year degree is going to be the best route. Maybe start at a technical, you know, getting a trade or doing, maybe, you know, getting an associate's, because, you know, that's just the basic classes or whatever. And then maybe, maybe at that point, that's when you maybe switch to a a university. Maybe you'll have it figured out by then, which you may not have, you know, gotten a lot of debt or anything at that point. So that may be a better option. Totally. Yeah, I think that's a great, a great tip. I'm, I'm with you. All right. So if we're going to talk to people out here like me and Leanne, who need to get our shopping addiction under control, um, how, what would you recommend? Uh, and I know that you have videos <laughs> on this, but like, 
how would you tell people to like take the first steps in their budget journeys? Like what would, what would you tell to us basically? Yeah. What am I doing wrong? Why is it that I write down our bills? I write down our bills every month and like, here's how much we make and here's how much our bills are. And it just never works out. Like it's math. It's math that I can't do. We make plenty. We make enough money to cover our bills. I don't understand right. why this is. Shay, what is it? What what <laughs> what are we doing wrong? What so. am I doing wrong? I don't even know how to embark on a real budget other than just writing everything down and right. subtracting. <laughs> so I would say that for me personally, um, as a person who who has done some frivolous spending and whose husband is not a frivolous spender and who was not going to accept my frivolous spender. So <laughs> speaking from marrying someone with the expectation that I would cut back my frivolous spending, I think the oh, first no. thing <laughs> I think the first thing that I had to process internally was what that I want for my life. So as an example, I hear people saying all the time how they want to do better in this area and save and pay off this debt and X, Y, Z, but they're not really willing to do the work. So giving up their Starbucks isn't an option. Giving up getting their nails and hair and feet isn't an option. Giving up their printing supplies isn't an option, which, you know, when you add all, when you add all that up, that can be like a lot of money. So I think you have to prioritize what it is that you want. For me, like I said, I'm really big on setting goals and completing them. And I'll do, you know, pretty much whatever is within my power to meet the goal, even if I slide or get off track or whatever the case is. So for me, it was prioritizing, not really like my marriage, because I had just gotten married. So it's not like we were 10 years in and I was about to be divorced because of my right. ending. <laughs> I did have to prioritize like, what I wanted with my life. I for sure wanted to be married to my husband. I for sure wanted to be able to travel more. I for sure wanted to be able to live a life of abundance. And so that took cutting back on food and eating out. That took cutting back on traveling and just miscellaneous spending. And that took creating a budget seeing where my money was going and how much I was bringing in, where the money was going and just prioritizing those goals. And so I think that's um, once we can all prioritize what it is that we want out of life and think long-term instead of short-term, because going through the, I feel like we make a lot of um, decisions impulsively, like passing Starbucks. Okay. Let me, let me double back and go get a Starbucks line. (laughs) Here, let me get my pumpkin spice. (laughs) The internet, seriously, the internet is a problem. But I think, though, I will say it can be detrimental, but I feel as though very few, like so far this month, my husband and I have $100 monthly budgets for discretionary spending. He has $100, (laughs) I have $100. So far this month, I have spent $47 on my nails, which my husband thinks that should go in beauty, but that's a whole other debate. (laughs) Which I kind of feel like that way too, but I also kind of feel like it's not really like a necessity. It is. You move that. You move that. I think it's a necessity. I don't don't personally feel like it's a necessity. So, you know, there are people who like really like, really like getting their nails done and like it's me time and like the light of their lives. For me, (laughs) it's just to do it so my nails aren't looking crazy on camera. Like That is my you know? point, exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah. And to have an hour without children being like, mom, mom. See, that's not mom. me. I would yes. rather not. 
I'm okay with not doing going to get my nails done. So me okay. personally. So why don't you learn how to use Kiss Impress nails? Oh, I did. I went through a phase mm-hmm. last for about a month, not uh, recently. Just a month. And, yes, about a I'm month. I'm going on like two years with them. We're going steady. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm going to go steady. Yeah. People were making fun of me, but I didn't care because I I'm I do well with what people criticism and so I still yep. was trying it but the nails were popping off and I'm kind of rough and that's kind of <laughs> the drama that I was having like they were just not like they would stay on for like a couple days four or five days but eventually they were popping off and lifting and I didn't I just couldn't so I just but all of that to say you know like I said going through this you know back to the internet I feel like it it can be but also, if you have that self-control and your eyes are on the prize, which is very corny and cheesy and cliche, but literally, if your eyes are on the prize, then you won't, you won't, like, I have not been influenced by any internet, anything, purchases, or what other people have this month at all. So, I've been getting my nails done, and I got a planner cover off of AliExpress, but I haven't been influenced at all by any you know, influencers or whatever the case is. So I feel right. like sometimes partially that's like a cop out. If you're strong enough and like focused enough and sticking to your goals enough, it doesn't matter if somebody shows their Louis Vuitton bag or whatever the case is. If it's not in your budget, if, if it's not in your plans, then you don't do it or you don't get it. Mm-hmm. So I have nice. feelings about that. Okay, I like that. So, I really like that. Like if it's in your, it's not in your budget, you don't yeah. do it, you don't get it. I like that no, so much. I need to weakness. tell myself that. Mm-hmm. It's a weakness because in me. Because I want mm-hmm. a Louis Vuitton <laughs> bag and a planner cover. Why? I don't really know, but I want one. But I'm, I'm not paying. <laughs> There's no way I would prioritize a $1,500 speedy 25 bandolier or whatever. Oh, over, it's so beautiful. <laughs> over. <laughs> I would never prioritize that over anything else that's not in the plan whatsoever so that's just kind of like those are a few of my tips and tricks and pointers regarding influencers and and all of that which I mean you know whenever I started my journey I did unsubscribe from flights but that was because it was a real trigger for me so you know what influencers are doing or whatever it can be a trigger but I don't I don't think that it's fair to be like unfollow people who show planner stuff all day long if you don't want to buy planner stuff like you can't blame that on somebody else like you're mm-hmm. in control of your life so you can't say you know I'm not watching hauls I mean you can say you're not watching hauls but you can't say you know I'm I went out and purchased this planner because I was I saw this in a haul and that's not fair to put your decision or negative decisions you know depending on what it is, whatever it comes out to be on somebody else in and your decision to watch their video or whatever the yeah. is. So I have mixed feelings about that. I feel like I'm like growing up right this moment, like <laughs> listening to you talk. <laughs> I need to. Mm. Um, because you are so right that just because Heather Kell has it on Kell of a Plan does not oh. mean that I have to run to Michael's and get it as soon as I, I know. see it. <laughs> and, you know, and it's just, it, it's so... So this is going to sound crazy, but I actually, Caitlin, when did I switch? When did I switch to Erin Condren? It was this summer, right? So 
right before school started, I think. Yeah, it's been a while. And I I really think that the reason why I switched to Erin Condren was because over the new releases. I could not stand it anymore. The fact that every three or four months there were new happy planners coming out and I wanted them and it was well, killing and not me. just planners, but there's like boxes and now they've got like yes. this greatest hits sticker book coming out. Like yes. honestly, like not to like talk over you, but like I love my happy planner and I love all my happy planner stuff, but like I cannot keep buying stuff at that pace. And with Erin no. Condren, you know, I'm an affiliate. Literally the maximum amount that you should probably ever be able to spend on plant supplies at Erin Condren is maybe two fifty a year because you might want the four surprise boxes. You'll get your yearly planner, which mm-hmm. you know it's only one, a few different options you can choose from. Exactly. You may want a gold planner or a little petite planner or this or that and the third. So it really mm-hmm. does, you know, cap you on your spending. I it- that yeah. is, and it's, you know, and people were like, but wait a minute, you're switching to a more expensive planner because I mean, an Aaron Condren planner, like a souped up, but it's personalized really not. No. Aaron Condren planner is like $60, you know, in comparison to, you know, I can run into Michael's and pick up a happy planner for $14.99 with a coupon. But then you got to get all the stuff that goes with it. Like, <laughs> do you want your metal discs? Do you want your deluxe cover? Do you want like all this stuff? So yes. I, it definitely yes. adds up. So I still love my happy planner because I need my discs, but what I, I need to have like a happy planner on an Erin Condren plan. Like I need to get like <laughs> one planner a year, like have my Franken plan section. But it's difficult. And that's it. It is, it is difficult. We can't mm-hmm. blame the happy planner for them for putting out releases the way that they do. Which no, they're a business. A lot. They're so, right. That's what they're. That's what they're. Oh no, I will for. own it. I will own but that, that all day long. That doesn't mean that it's not difficult either. It's very much difficult when you have a new release every other month. There, right. you know, like it's something new that you might want it. That's very much a, a natural feeling and a natural, you know, thing. But still, at the end of the day, kind of goes back to, you know, we can't blame them for right. re- releasing their products with their business. But if you do want it, it's buying to, it's so easy to spend several hundred dollars a month on planner supplies very easily. Yeah. So that's not in the plan for you, not in the budget plan or just the plan, overall plan, whatever it is that you want to do with your life. So, you know, like for me, you know, I guess a long-term goal would be like maxing out all retirement accounts and paying off our mortgage or whatever. There will never come a time where there allows for, you know, $500 on planner supplies or $1,000 for a Louis Vuitton bag. Like there's just not, you know, on a regular, on a regular basis, I should say, that's just not going to be in the plan. And it just mm-hmm. all really, it goes to according with your budget is. You want to make extra money to fund your planner supplies? That's one thing, but yep. you can't, you know, not pay a bill or X, Y, or Z to fund you know, a planner habit or yeah. Habit. I have literally seen people say that though in the planner groups. They're like, Well, which bill am I not gonna pay for this planner release? Like and I'm yeah. sure they say it in jest. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I kind of feel like there's a little bit of truth. Like I have a YouTube nah, man, channel it's so true. that I can <laughs> I have a YouTube channel and stuff <sighs> to pay for my planner habit. But sometimes I even go over and above that. But I feel like you might have just taken me to church a little bit, Shay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna told say, me that I need to like get my get my it stuff together. It probably sounds like a joke, but realistically, like you were saying, it probably is. That probably is the truth. The, yeah. A truth for some people, for sure. 
Right. I am terrified of budgeting. Like, it's oh, just a yeah, thing that, makes sense. that is afraid for that. No, I hear, I hear that too. It makes me afraid. So it's kind of like, and it's not even because I'm afraid that we don't have enough money. It's because I don't want to face my own weaknesses. Right. And, right. you know, when I watch and see, because there are several girls on Instagram that are like paying off a certain amount of debt and they're doing it like with their planner and they're showing us how they're doing it. And every month we get these updates and every time I see those, it's like, there's a part of me that just feels a little bit, I think I die a little bit inside every time because I'm like, well, I need to be paying this off and I need to be paying this off. And instead I'm buying more clothes from chic soul or I'm, (laughs) you know, buying more stuff from the Erin Condren website because I really needed those new covers that came out this month or, you know, whatever. It scares me, you know, it's like, it's something Mm -hmm. that I need to face in myself Mm-hmm. And, you know, you saying you want to educate people, I think that that is a wonderful, wonderful goal. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just in, to, to do it in a way that is so relatable, you know, to say, well, I'm not going to make a video that's not completely 100% me. And if, if I'm doing my mid monthly like budget check in, and I'm just going to get on there and make the video and talk about it. I mean, like that to me is so refreshing because you're not mm-hmm. like preaching. You're really not. I know. I will not. No, no, it's not feeling like you're scolding me or like, oh my gosh. It's like, it all sounds very doable, you know, like mm-hmm. set a goal. And then if you know what, if, if, if making a purchase on chic soul is not within your goal or it messes up your goal, then you don't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And is easier said than done but really though whenever you you are um creating that life plan because it really comes down to that unfortunately we all can't make you know millions of dollars and we don't get that we're not all afforded the ability to not really have to worry about how we're going to best spend our money and Mm -hmm. i am i'm a yolo kind of person so i i very much feel like my life should be um enjoyed and that you know, I'm not going to be around forever, unfortunately. So I do have to find joy in within my life, even within budgeting. And that's very much the the concept. You know, that's what I live by. But I mm-hmm. still feel as though while we're here, we do have to make smart choices. Like I said, unfortunately, we don't all have a bunch of money that we can use to spend yeah. on whatever it is that we want. We some people make a thousand dollars a month, some people two or three or five or six or whatever the case is. So you have to figure out how you can meet your life goals, your life plans with that. And unfortunately, everything costs money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we have to, you know, budget our money and spend it appropriately and spend it wisely, which is like I said, unfortunately, but that's just, you know, the way of the world. And so that's, you know, that's just what I live by. I need to learn to be- how to I need to learn how to YOLO on a budget. That's what I need to learn how to do. Um, I have not always been responsible with our money, but you know, I can't imagine being in a place where you're like, Oh my gosh, they're going to turn off the electricity because I bought these planner supplies. Right. You know, like that to me would be a very scary place. But you know, when people say in the groups, what am I going to not pay this month? I believe that there's probably people that are, that are doing that, that are, that are living that way. I wouldn't blame it on, I probably wouldn't blame it and say that they're spending all their excess money on planner supplies. They're probably spending it on other things too to make them, you know, be late on bills or not pay bills. Yeah, but, you know, exactly. You know, when Caitlin said, let's have Shea budgets on, I was like, well, yeah, that. 
And then I, I, I'll be honest with you, I got a little bit nervous because I was like, well, she's going to talk about budgeting and then I'm going to feel like I have to grow up. Oh. <laughs> oh. And we both do. We both feel like that right now. <laughs> yes. But it's so, but it's so necessary. Like this is exactly, and I think that this early in the year, because January is our free trial month, you know, you get that free trial <laughs> month where you set your goals and then you That's mess right. them up. Mm-hmm. So here we are in the middle, we're in the middle of February mm-hmm. and this is the time, like this is the time of year when people need to be like making their 2020 budget goals and money goals. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with Caitlin, we've got all these, you know, we've got go wild coming up. We have things like those kinds of goals. Yes. It's, it would be very easy to say, well, I probably shouldn't spend the money on go wild, but if I will, budget and allocate a little bit every little you know every paycheck for it then it's not gonna you know like yeah I the goal, to do that, you like, have a point yeah, because literally mm-hmm. we all could make it to go wild and go wild wouldn't seem like a feat for everyone even though it's expensive yes let's be clear mm-hmm. nine times out of actually 9.9 nine times out of ten I would say that in that people are spending two thousand on planner supplies within a year instead of making it a priority to make it to go wild. If that, but some people, that might not be the plan for them. They might not care too much about going to go wild. Of course, if they're complaining about not being able to go, although we already know that they spent a bunch of money on planning supplies, then that's one thing. But that's a perfect example. If you want to go to go wild, if that's important to you, then there's something, you got to go and do something else, which is probably budget your money and not spend as much on other categories. And you can literally make it there because, most of the people there are going to be, or if not all, are going to be planner people, and they probably spend a decent amount on planner supplies every month. But if they did yeah. not, you know, if we did not, then other people could make it there. But that's literally the exact point that yeah. if that's what people want. Then they and can reach the goal. They just have to figure out. Just like you can reach, you can reach that Louis Vuitton goal. <laughs> I you can, know, you know I that you can. But let's say, for instance, that I decided that I wanted that exact bag that you named that I know is beautiful. What did you call it? Like the 35 speedy? I don't know. I exactly. I like what. the little one. Like it's like a 25 or something. Oh, a 25. Okay. So I, I love those bags. And when I see them out in the world, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I know how much that costs. And I can't, mm-hmm. um, you know, if I decided that it was a priority for me to own one of those bags then I could every paycheck put aside a little bit of money to go towards my Louis Vuitton bag. But then let's say that I did accumulate $1,500 or something to buy a handbag. I don't know if I could do it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's where I'm at. I can buy one now, but then I think about that is not aligned with any of my goals. Like, Having this no. Louis Vuitton bag would really not do anything for my self-esteem. It's just really pretty. It just happens to cost yes. a lot of money. But it but wouldn't do anything for my self-esteem. It wouldn't make me further to my goals. That kind of thing. There's so many other bags that are pretty, too, that you can get other places mm-hmm. and then keep your $1,500 for something else. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I just, yes, it is something that I could definitely do if I needed to do it. But it's just, you know kind of deciding and you know what it's funny how similar budgeting is to weight loss and I know that that's gonna I know that people are gonna be like what is she talking about but exactly the same it is exactly the same because you have to decide when you are on a weight loss plan what is worth your calories and what is not looking at a 
at a piece of food, are the calories in this worth it? And while maybe I still have this many calories left in my day, do I want to spend them all on this cupcake or would I rather, you know, spread them out and use them in a different way? So, and there's a lot of willpower that goes into it because, you know, I can very easily say my budget says this, but then I turn around and, you know, because I have no self-control, place some kind of online order that I have no business placing. And, you know, it's just the same with self-control when it comes to trying to cut back or watch what you're eating or change your eating habits or whatever. So, you know, I, I think that as a person who has definitely embarked on many weight loss challenges in her life, um, that I think that I could kind of align budgeting to weight loss in that it just kind of takes a lot of white knuckling. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of have to like, I don't know, clench your fists and grin and bear it and don't buy the things that you don't have the money to buy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Literally the exact same. I have, um, you know, set out goals to lose weight for this reason or that reason or whatever the case is like during various times during my life as well. And I feel like it is the exact same. Sometimes I'd be looking at my fitness pal and I would have, you know, 300 calories left, and it's like, okay, well, technically I can eat these 300 calories and still be within my caloric intake limit, Mm -hmm. or I cannot and be that much closer to my goal. Same thing looking at the budget. Okay, I have $300 left over. I could spend it, or I could save it, or or whatever, and be that much closer to my goal. So I mm-hmm. think it's literally a financial diet. <laughs> yes, I love that. I, and see, that puts it in terms that I can kind of understand. Um, and, you know, when I, when I joke around and say things like, oh, well, I put on the top of the page how much money we make every month, and then I list out the bills, and it looks like we have enough. I know where the money is going. Right. You know, like me mm-hmm. trying to act, me trying to act like it all just disappears. Like <laughs> right. I, I, I know where that money is going. I'm just, right. I'm, I'm completely full of it. So you, how long ago is it that you and your husband bought your new house? Um, oh, about a month and a half ago. <gasps> so recent. Okay. So yeah. I knew, I knew just from like, you know, flipping through your Instagram that you were a new homeowner. You know, and Caitlin was like, yeah, she just bought a house. And I was like, oh. So how did you find that process? Did you enjoy that? Was it horrible? Because when we bought our house, that was the most stressed I've ever been in my life. And I, I know that it's because I haven't always made the right financial decisions. Um, so what was that process like for you guys? Did you, did you get along during that process? Was it like for a dream sure. come true? Or <laughs> So I would say that Another interesting question because we just we today we went to on a lunch date with our loan officer who was kind of like apologizing for his absenteeism. But I would say the only remote hiccup during the process, which was about four months, they broke ground end of August. We moved in and closed into December. I would say like during that from like August or you know August whatever and December up until closing, the closing day, I would say the only hiccup was our loan officer was in like a car accident and then he had a baby, you know, wife had a baby and like, so he was just kind of absent and he didn't even make it to our closing because he had something else going on. So it wasn't up until then that 
uh, you know, like up until that started to happen, which was later in the process, maybe like early December and stuff, that it became like kind of annoying, which at first he never shared because he's like, you know, who wants to hear that? <laughs> People want me to be available to them. So he never shared that in the beginning. So it was just really annoying. Yeah. For me. When he shared that, I was like, oh, I mean, like, not saying like you should have just told me because obviously people don't want to just tell everybody their business or whatever but like I'm thinking like that makes a lot of sense why you're not around like that's I can understand that and accept that on like a human emotional level but like for yeah. you to not be talking and answering back for weeks that's a problem for me so that was um like the only hiccup again you know assuming what he said is true which I know he just had a baby and all that so I know that he's not making that part up assuming all of that was that truth I you know I I can accept that and I'm okay with that but that was the one thing that was a little stressful which you know people are human like I said if had he told us before it would be a different thing I wouldn't have had you know harsh bad feelings about him and his yeah. responsiveness but that was the one thing that was like very annoying for us and then on closing the day that we were supposed to close we came to check the blue tape items because, you know, you walk through and you blue tape the items that need to be fixed before you buy the house or mm-hmm. close the house. Mm-hmm. And those things weren't fixed. So we had to kind of like wait around and wait for them to be fixed and that whole thing. And then that was kind of like um, a, a hiccup on the actual day of closing. And then, you know, we were we, we, we were then late for the closing. So the lawyer went to a different closing, came back. And then my husband and oh he my did God. something else. My husband and I left and got something to eat and came back and we just, it took forever for us to close and it was a lot of drama just on that actual last day. But I think because it was just all confined to one day, it wasn't, I can't say like the whole process was stressful or anything like that because it was just one day of foolery. But other than that, it was very pleasant and smooth and enjoyable and yes. Okay, and see that right there. Um, listeners that are like really young and are just sort of starting out in the world, it is going to be so much easier for you (laughs) to build and buy a house if you have your ish together when it comes to your finance. Because the reason why my husband and I had such a stressful time was because our credit was not perfect. Um, yep. And, you know, as we were going through the process, um, you know, the loan, company would call us back and say, okay, so you need to pay this off and you need to, you know, this, we need to work. You know what I mean? So like every couple, yeah, yeah, every couple of weeks they would call us and say, okay, so, yep. So we, we, we've got, we've got this done except for this one thing. And then we would take care of that. And then they would call us back a week later and say, okay, well, we're done except for this other one thing, you know? So, I mean, for instance, I am a teacher And I'm technically a 10 month employee because we only have 10 months of the year that we're in school. So they took my salary and stretched it over like 12 months instead of 10. And when they realized that I was a 10 month employee, that totally changed like all of the debt to income ratios and like all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, just it was just little things like that, that, you know, by the time we finished the process, I had like gained 30 pounds and (laughs) was like eating emotionally Uh just you know and then we finally got moved in I was like I cannot believe that we managed to do this because you know it is such a it is a huge Mm -hmm. purchase Mm -hmm. you know trying if 
you are not where you're supposed to be. Like for us, Mm -hmm. whenever we were like, we had been kind of like looking and researching different areas and different new developments and stuff. We're maybe like a year prior. Um, But whenever we like finally were like, all right, like let's go in and talk to somebody that we were already prepared. And to me, I knew and still know that it was meant to be because we did not, we weren't told to go back to the drawing board. Like we weren't like, you know, the loan officer wasn't like, well, you don't got the income. Or he didn't say, well, you don't got the credit scores. Or he didn't mm-hmm. say, well, or he didn't tell us a number of our, for our down payment and closing costs that we wouldn't be able to come up with. So I knew like, so that's my advice to other people is like, go through those doors when you are ready and prepared. And then the process will be so much smoother. You're not going to have to worry about going back to the drawing board if you yeah. already do the work that you need to do and take care of the things that you need to do before you embark on a process. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think that that was probably why, why we had, you know, a stressful time, but you know, it's behind us now and everything is, you know, everything is cleared up and our credit, believe it or not, was much better after we were approved for the loan than it was Mm -hmm. before because we had paid so many things off in the process Mm -hmm. of getting the loan. So Mm -hmm. it's like, um, all right, thanks. Um, Mm -hmm. so, but you know, well, it's nice to hear that you had a good experience because it's, Mm -hmm. um, I have, I've heard from lots of different kinds of people that it's, you know, some people have really hated it and some people don't. And then, you know, like my parents just recently went through a refinance Mm -hmm. and, you know, that kind of stuff, even though their credit is fantastic, it was still really stressful. Like the people that were like combing through their finances had questions about every little thing. Mm-hmm. And it's things that you wouldn't even think that they would be asking questions about. You know, you know what I well, mean? Like I know because they asked me why Google AdSense had paid me. So what happened was like initially we submitted pay stubs and tax, doc- um, tax documents and bake statements. And then like a month out, maybe like October-ish, November or something, we submitted it again to the loan officer who then submitted it. And so at that point, I had received like a really large Google AdSense paycheck. And so they were like, I had to justify that. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? And the loan loan processor was like, you know, honestly, I've never had this happen. So I think they just want you to fill out a justification paper letter and write on there you know, where the money came from and why it came from there. And then I'll send it to them and whatever. And so that was something, it wasn't like super stressful, but that was something that definitely threw me for a loop. And I'm like, why are they concerned with that? And apparently they were concerned because um, if some type of um, irregular large deposit is made into your account during the time that you were, you know, undergoing trying to buy a home, then... And if it's more than like 2% of your down payment or the purchase price of the home, I think the purchase price of the home, Mm -hmm. you have to question it by law because it could be like money laundering or I think even, you know, other people were sharing with me that a part of their questioning was that it could be somebody having, having, you know, given a gift to you to purchase the home. So, you know, because that's not really supposed to be taking place they want you to be able to you know pay for your home and your down payment and all of that on right your own. but like all of that was like going on and I was like what the heck why do they care about this one payment of all the other random you know share a sale and all the other little 
Etsy and everything else. But oh my gosh, I know because Sharacell <laughs> sometimes can be really great and then sometimes can be really not great. Right. Um, you know, so it's it's really hard. And I mean, we when we were purchasing our home, I was not involved in any of this affiliate stuff or YouTube or anything like I am now. But to have to answer for all of those like little pieces of income. Mm-hmm. And how, then when am I supposed to explain? Well, um, you know, I do planners. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, I have a YouTube channel and I mean, I can give you my, my uh, name on there and like my link and whatever. And yeah. My name, my name on there. <laughs> it's real. It's real. I promise. <laughs> and I can, like, bring oh my my, I can show you my planner. It's got stickers in it. If you want to see my planner. <laughs> it's a real thing. I'm like, I sure hope they're going to subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> subscribe, subscribe to my channel, and then you'll know. You'll know where to take it out. Literally. So we've lived in our house for ten years. We wow. <laughs> yeah, we decided to do all the things at once. I was getting my master's. I had a two-year-old. We were buying a house, and we were planning our wedding. <laughs> so oh you want to talk gosh. about budget? <laughs> we had like no money at all, but. We decided to buy our house at that time because the market was like at its absolute lowest and they were doing, I feel like it was like an eight or $10,000 tax credit for first time home buyers at that time. And so we're like, well, we already paid this much in rent, adding another like little bit <laughs> to make it a mortgage because the house was so cheap at that time was not like a big deal. Right. And we're like, and we're going to get this much back, kind of, like a tax credit. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, so we're like, it's it's like we have to do it right now. So we did all the things. Yep. I can't wait to have mine. <laughs> I feel like that's amazing because I'm only getting it for a month and a half. And I have a yep. lot more to furnish and all of that that's kind of, well and i hear you stuff. talking about recess lightning i'm a recess lighting i'm like oh well she's still deep in that new home stuff well <laughs> and we haven't really like done too much like our house was built in 1945 and i love old homes like that's one of the reasons why we bought this house and it pretty much came like ready to ready to go okay. so we yeah, haven't done a ton of things we need to paint it badly <laughs> at this point but exactly. um, other than that we're we're good to go but the mm-hmm. home buying process was definitely stressful but I think it's because we had all of those other things going on at the same time gotcha. yeah you did everything all at one time yeah we're like well we might as well just throw it on <laughs> yeah, well, well but then it's done it's like then it's yeah. done because for me I feel like that the way that I did mine was a slow like just slow burn. laborious <laughs> process you know it's like okay so here's we're planning a wedding for all of these months and now here we're gonna have a baby for all of these months and then here we're gonna buy a house for all you know it's like yeah I I really think that there's something to be said for just like pulling off the band-aid and doing it all at one time and right then well then we, and just, we wouldn't we wouldn't have done it right then though if there hadn't if it hadn't have been number one so cheap like at the bottom of the home buying market Number two, like so close to what we were paying in rent already. Mm-hmm. And then number three, it was just like, well, we're going to get this tax credit back. Plus we have a two-year-old. Our little like 720 square foot duplex is feeling really small right now. So we had to, we had to make a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had to buy our house because we also had a, um, well, he was one. 
Mm-hmm. But as soon as he started walking, it feels so much smaller. Once all they of a start sudden, moving. oh my gosh, all of a sudden that apartment was like stifling <laughs> us. We were like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And we had two dogs too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we had two dogs and a one-year-old in our apartment and we were just like, and that's, that's why, you know, we might not have been as financially ready to like jump into the home buying process, but mm-hmm. we just... You know, my first thought was we'll rent a house. We'll rent a house for a while while we're like cleaning up some mistakes from years ago. Yeah. But, you know, when I, I spoke to someone and they were they looked at our credit situation, they said, oh, no, no, we can take care of this. We can we can we can do this. You, you'll be fine. Well, then, you know, two, three months into the process, they've called me once a week with like, oh, you need to fix this. Oh, you need to fix that. I'm like, excuse me, you looked at this stuff. Right. <laughs> and told right. me that we could do this. That we were now, fine. <laughs> and now this has become the most stressful thing that I've ever done. And I think that really for me, I'm just not good at waiting. And yeah, you are you are definitely an instant gratification. I am. And that's why I have a hard time with dieting. That's why mm-hmm. I have a hard time with budgeting. Because I just have a really hard time with waiting. And um, I'm growing up. I know I'm in my mid thirties and I should be able to control myself. So mm-hmm. it's hard. You know, yeah, it's I just, think it's I think that's normal. I have, well, I think for millennials, it's a little worse. Uh, the instant gratification thing, but I would mm-hmm. say I'm the same way that I, but with me, I can, as long as I see results. So I don't care if I lose a pound a week. I don't care if, I put 200 towards debt and I'm trying to pay off a $50,000 loan. Right. It doesn't matter to me as long as I actually see results. But, so, mm-hmm. but I do, I would prefer to like time travel to places instead of flying. Or, or, like, <laughs> I would prefer to cut out a lot of time and just be like snap my fingers and be. Oh my know? gosh. Time travel yeah. to places. That would be sweet. That would be a mile. Yeah, but gosh, I hate flying. <laughs> I just like as long as I'm seeing some kind of result, it kind of keeps me motivated. I feel like a new person after this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like I just, uh, just this is exactly like what I needed when I needed it. So everybody who's listening is like getting to witness Spice's education because I. But that's just, how like, I feel every time after I listen to or read Shay's stories. Like yesterday, I think it was either yesterday or the day before you were talking about that. You know, you've got all these people who love you, but there's always that one person that just is going to be out there, like, talking mess and just, you know, hating on everything. And I was like, yes. And I've been feeling so down in the dumps about just, like, all the dislikes and, like, I don't know, just, like, my content lately. And I was like, I needed to hear this today. <laughs> Thank you, Shay, for building me back up today. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the, those... <laughs> Those dislikes and negative <laughs> or whatever, those are otherworldly and they're not yeah. normal. And so I just mark off everybody as a troll and then I just keep it moving. I'm like, yeah. they're for sure not in their right state of mind. That's right. They sure are not. Yeah. They're not. And so I'm going to count them as a troll, delete the comment and keep it moving. That's just what I, that's my yep. motto. <laughs> that's Damn. my motto. Green. So we have been so adult. Like this has been the most adult that this podcast has ever been, Caitlin. I know. We're just we're just hanging in there. I mean, like I'm just like clawing at the air for like dear life right now because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just so not grown up enough for this conversation. But, <laughs> yes, you are. You got um, it. I know. I totally am. So I just 
just thank you for letting me see that I am old enough to talk about my budget and not like start crying. Um, <laughs> before we get to the currently page, which is next and is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so because this is love month, do we want to have a quick conversation about Mr. Budgets? Yeah. He's all over your IG stories. And these are adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, um, our, how long have you guys been married? Like, what is your love story? So, our love story, November 3rd, 2012, is when we met and Ooh, was for sure the date. Me- I do. It was for sure meant to be. I remember this not because we met, because it was a, another significant day in history for us. Just, I mean, for not for us, for me. So, let's be clear about that. But we met because my colleague from college, obviously, um was in a relationship with his first cousin and they had been in a relationship for a long time even before making it to college but I remembered um I had just started grad school in August of 2012 I was no longer like in undergrad and like you know hanging out with all the people who I used to hang out with so it was just a different situation for me so I, I posted on Facebook that I wanted to go to the MMG concert, which would have been Rick Ross and Wale and Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, that was That's a good, that sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. Yes, that I wanted to go there um, in Lexington, Kentucky, which would have been about an hour and a half drive from where I was going to school. And I think my colleague saw the post and messaged me and was like, I'm going. Yes, she did. She said, we're going, me and her boyfriend and two other people. And we have one other space, you know, because it was going to be a a car with five people, one other space if you want to go. So I was like, sure. So I sent her my money for my ticket. She purchased all the tickets. And then I met them at their house um, that morning, November 3rd, 2012, to go to the concert. And so that is when one of those people was, of course, my husband, one of those people who would be tagging along and we went to the concert and went out to eat and whatever hung out in Lexington, Kentucky. And then some months later, my husband actually contacted me um, April 29th, 2013, actually, is when he contacted me <laughs> and messaged me and asked if I wanted to like hang out or, you know, was kind of talking about the concert and recapping it. And, you know, it was so fun and we should go again and whatever. And then we began to date and he began to court. And then <laughs> he stayed in the friend zone for a year because I'm Ooh. not the easiest of trusting people. Also at that point in my life, I really was kind of like interested in not like getting married, but like not just fooling around. I was like 21 or 22 or something. So I wasn't quite interested in just, you know, fooling around. I was trying to, you know, adult. And yeah, <laughs> that yeah. So we just began dating and all of that good stuff. So we got married on our four-year anniversary of meeting each other, which was November third, twenty sixteen. And um, we've been we've been hanging in there ever since. He's actually my first boyfriend, <laughs> and then he turned into my husband. We did get engaged April of the same year that we got married. Because we wanted to get married on November 3rd. Very corny. So it was either rush and get married that same year or get married in 2017. And we got engaged 
April 7th, 2016 in Chicago, whenever we were going there to celebrate like our dating anniversary or whatever. Cause you know, we started wow. dating or whatever in April. Yes. So, so that's, you guys, that's us. you guys are like numbers people. Yeah. yeah we are. <laughs> yes. We remember yes. Everything. I, yes. I can see that because like, you know, you're, you're, you're the budget queen and you know, all these <laughs> dates and all of this stuff. And it sounds like you guys had the same like kind of engagement that I did because we got engaged on April 29th and got married on November 22nd. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's really sad how long it took me just now to remember the date of my wedding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) See, I have no trouble remembering the date of our wedding. It was 10, 10, 10. No trouble remembering that. Yep. Yep. Then you guys picked that date because you were worried that you would forget no, not me, Brian. I was worried Brian was gonna forget. <laughs> I know wow. my son's my son's birthday is three three one one, uh huh, which is so easy to remember. But then I can never remember my daughter's birthday because it's like <laughs> this random smattering of numbers that means nothing. <laughs> oh, and that's awesome. People are like, "What's your birthday?" And I'm like, "Uh," because um, <laughs> I, I am not a numbers person. But that's probably why budgeting scares me so much so that is that is a really really cute story and I like that you know he was the cousin of somebody that you knew right mm-hmm. Some, yeah so it's kind of like they could kind of vouch that he was not you know that he was a good guy <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 then he's he's not gonna like go crazy or be like a weird you know what I mean like I just <laughs> right, said, right, right. <laughs> It's it's definitely helpful when there's like somebody else in your life that can say, oh yeah yeah yeah, they're normal, like they're totally fine, like you'll be fine. Um, yeah, because you know a lot of times we just like meet people out, you know, randomly at bars and stuff, and we well, don't and know like, what kind of we meet them on apps. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly. Who are these like, swiping people? Swiping all these different directions and all this kind of stuff. Like I'm I missed directions. out. Like yeah, like I missed out on all of that. Like swipe right for this and swipe left yep. for that and I am so glad that I did because it's rough out there right I don't want to so, be on match.com or eHarmony or <laughs> I know I know trying to sell so, my personal brand to somebody <laughs> so do you guys have um like you know since the whole episode is about money 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 do you guys have like areas of contention where it's like he wants to spend and you want to save or he wants to save and you want to spend, or do you guys kind of have like the same vision? Um, so I am the spender. He's the saver. So mm-hmm. there's never a time where he wants to spend it. Literally there's never <laughs> a time where he wants to spend money ever. Like I don't understand, but I would say I am the spender. He is the saver. So oftentimes he is helping me to make logical financial decisions. But for the most part, we're like 97% in tune and like in line with our goals. Whenever we sit down and talk about like, okay, what do we want to do this time? Or what do we want to do next? Or what's our next money goal? We pretty much like create the goal, the goals together. Mm -hmm. So we're pretty much in line with that. We don't normally compromise too much. He's the one that like forces me to go buy new clothes from Torrid anyway, because otherwise, so, so I'm kind of frugal in some areas and he's frugal in other areas. Like he's like basically addicted to eating out for sure. And going to McDonald's every day or Popeye's, that's like what he does. So <laughs> his eating habits 
for sure doesn't compare to my, like it never compared to my planning habit or any other habit that I may have because he really spends several hundred, you know, eating out at work or after work or whatever the case is. So it's pretty like, you know, equilibrium type stuff over here for sure. So we have had a, um, we, we did a mini sode a while back about like people that have to hide their packages when they do online orders. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever, mm-hmm. do you have to do, do you ever have to do that? Like, do you ever have to like, do you ever order anything online and like put it away before he gets there? Or because you guys are so like in sync with your budget that it's like, you couldn't possibly hide anything. I mean, like, it's just, it's kind of, I don't want to say that it's normal in a relationship for there to be people that are spending without the other one knowing, but it definitely does happen. Um, we've had a lot of people write in and say, oh yes, I have to get my packages. I have to put my packages in a van and send them away somewhere. Or I have to, you know, so do you ever find that happening to you guys or no? He definitely makes fun of my purchases. Like, um, (laughs) when I recently surprised him with the man cave and I was like ordering a bunch of stuff on Amazon and I even had it sent some stuff I had sent elsewhere, but some things. I had sent here and, you know, he put me on his Instagram and he was making fun. He didn't know that those were his packages, but he was making fun of me like, oh my gosh, why does he have all these packages? So he like jokes and makes fun of me for my Amazon obsession, but I don't hide anything for sure. I mean, some things I'm like, yeah, but, or like he tried to cut me off from buying pens once because he thinks that I have too many pens. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, trying to come in and you know be like uh he's like what'd, what'd you buy and I'm like nothing or whatever but like I don't literally you know try to hide things from him you know what I'm saying like that's not a thing I don't think that would be healthy or appropriate and yeah that wouldn't that wouldn't work too well with him and his personality me trying to you know cipher or whatever you call it um things and smuggle things in that wouldn't really work with the personality that he has at all smuggle things in That's for, <laughs> he's, he's going to find out right now <laughs> he's going to find oh, out man. so it's not going to work out in my favor is what i'm saying <laughs> he's going to be well, like are these things right. new or you know whatever so it, was, it, it would never work out for me are these pins new? I can't imagine my husband knowing enough about my pins. Are these pins new? Mm-mm. He thinks all pins no, are new. So like, with your Etsy shop. Yeah. He thinks all pins are new. It doesn't. It could be like a pin I've had for years. And it'll be like, is this new? No, I've had this for years. That's what I would say about all of them. Is that dress new? Nope. Well, I absolutely adore your love story. And I think, just like I said, it's so good to have somebody that can vouch for you that, you know, you're going out with somebody who is normal and is going to take care of you and all that kind of stuff. And it's also really awesome that you guys stay on the same page about money and just, you know, my father told me when I got married, do not fight about money in the first year of marriage. Because that is like the number one thing that people fight about when they first get married is money. Yes, and it is. Like, he's like, try for that first year to like go easy on each other and <clears throat> learn about one another and learn about like your spending habits and, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. And from there, from there, then you'll kind of set the tone for the rest of your marriage. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that 
you know, definitely being able to sit down with a budget with your partner is, is there's something that's, that's really awesome because we have sat down, my husband and I with our money and looked at it before, but you know, like I said earlier, um, you know, it's time for me to like really take hold of our budget and like really, you know, grow up a little bit. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, thanks for telling us your story in this love month, because that's <laughs> sort of been the theme of the month is like love and love stories and stuff. So um, yep. what time is it now, Caitlin? It is currently page time. <laughs> Yay, currently page. We need to get like a little jingle that we can play before... <laughs> We start the yeah. currently page. Like, it's currently yep. page time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Well, so for those of you out there listening who are not happy planner people, they used to do this thing called a currently page on their dashboard. Um, and that had, like, a bunch of different sections. So we're going to go through all those sections with you, Shay, and see what, see what you've been up to this month. All righty. Okay. So what are you currently reading? I am reading a book called Hold On to Your Kids. Uh, that is very fitting to, you know, uh, what I'm interested in. I'm interested in learning about, like, uh, attachment and parenting and how we can be better, how adults in general can be better for children and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So it is called Hold On to Your Kids. I am a very slow reader. It takes me six years to read any kind of book. So if you ask me this again next year, I'll probably still be reading it. That's all right. That's, those people who are slower readers, I find, are the are better comprehenders. I've noticed. I mm-hmm. agree. As an mm-hmm. English as English teachers, we can we can say that the slower you go and the harder you work at it, and the more that you're actually getting from it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that sounds like an amazing book. I feel like I need that book in my in my life. <laughs> I know. Me book. too. All right, cool. So what are you watching right now? I don't like regularly watch TV at all, but I do love, I'm still very much interested in watching makeup tutorials, but I'm also probably a little bit more than makeup tutorials on YouTube. I'm watching pantry organization and like home organization and those types of things. But tomorrow Mr. Budgets and I are going on a date to watch the photographs. So that's what I'm going to be watching tomorrow. Now, see, she's watching pantry organization videos. I bet you there is a whole community out there that all they watch on YouTube (laughs) is how to organize your pantry. Right. Or something. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And their family is probably like, what? You just organize your pantry on YouTube and that's all you do? Like, I bet you there are people. Mm hmm. Yeah, and yep. I, I can't. I can't quit makeup tutorials. I will watch them forever. <laughs> Same. Mm-hmm. That's. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be doing that for the rest of my life. I started. Same. I think that I picked up watching makeup tutorials around the time that my husband and I got married, and I have not stopped. See, we just <laughs> so we just got frozen years. two. We just got frozen two on streaming, so we're gonna be watching that. Gotcha. <gasps> Wait, is it on Disney Plus? I found it on YouTube movies or whatever that is. Oh, okay. I was mm-hmm. I just got really excited, like, oh, is it on Disney Plus? <laughs> but um yeah. I liked Frozen yep. Two better than Frozen One. Oh, well good to know. I'll have to keep that in mind when I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Just you know, if anybody wants the spiced chaos 
movie reviews. <laughs> movie reviews. <laughs> oh, I'm not going right. to give you any information about why. I'm just going to say I like Frozen 2 more than Frozen 1. Oh. <laughs> well, no teasers. No spoilers. <laughs> nope, none. I'm not going to give you any information. All right, cool. So, Shay, what are you eating this month or in general? Is there, like, a theme to it? Are you on a program? What are you doing? So, I'm a fake Jenny Craig user or eater or whatever. Mm-hmm. By that, I mean I pretty much just buy lunches from there because mm-hmm. they're proportioned and low in sugar and salt and whatever else we're not supposed to be eating. So, I do eat that mainly for lunch, but mm-hmm. this this month, I have eaten, um, I'd say I'm really into, I'm kind of always into this, but like apples and pineapples are like my thing. So Ooh, basically, Jenny Craig meals, apples and pineapples is, it is what I live off yes. of. Wow. Why can't I get into that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm into um, I'm into edible cookie dough. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny um, that you say all that about the fruit. So Brian's grandmother is from like a small island off the coast of France, and it's like a tropical island. And she is 95, and we went to see her recently. And she, so one of her daughters-in-law would not brought her food and she was not eating it, not having it. But Brian brought her a mango and her eyes like lit up and she like took it from his hand and like ate it. It was the sweetest thing I think I've ever seen. Mm. I've got to get into fruit. No, seriously, there's a tub in my refrigerator right now by Nestle Toll House that says edible <laughs> cookie dough. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you can just eat it from the tub with a spoon. Oh my god! Oh, no, that's a problem. That's a bad call. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Oh. All right, Shay, what are you dreaming right now? Dreaming? Mm-hmm. So it could be like a goal, a dream, or okay. like if you have a recurring dream, <laughs> that's fine too. Okay, I don't dream, but I am like real life dream. But I am fantasizing, daydreaming about paying off my husband's student loans and being done with that for once and for all. So that's like our next goal that we're going to be working on for the next few months. I love that to be free from the student debt. Mm -hmm. Yes. And not be one of the, Two trillion or whatever, oh. not being that number. <laughs> it's yeah. never gonna happen. I'm never gonna pay it off, you guys. It's gonna die with me. It's gonna go to my children. It is. It's gonna get well, not now down because like... we just had all these lessons from Shay. We're gonna figure it out slow and steady. I know some people are in a race to do X, Y, and Z, and sometimes I'm like, all right. But my race is more so like I for sure have the ability to do this. Like I'm not going to put us on a $200 grocery budget in order to meet a goal that's crazy but like I can for (laughs) sure go down to maybe like 700 and meet a goal so I know some Mm -hmm. people are in a race to do x y and z but like I said as long as you're seeing progress then that's all that matters realistically because you meet the goal by making progress towards the goal that's right how you do we pay we pay those student loan bills every month so it's going down it's just like you said it's just it's just really slow oh it's just like yeah and I went to a private university for my master's oh my gosh yeah I don't know why I did that (laughs) yep those private ones will get you 
They really will. <laughs> but on from that, <laughs> what, what are you planning right now? Are you planning anything? I am planning. So I'm like almost finished and will be finished tonight after this. My one of my best friends is turning 30 on Monday. So my husband and I are flying to Baltimore, Maryland mm-hmm. on Saturday to be with her and, you know, hang out. And so I have been helping her plan her 30th party. I've been making stuff on with my bare hands and I've been (laughs) (laughs) buying things off of Etsy and I've been sending things to her house from Amazon that I found that will go with her, you know, black and gold and leopard ish kind of thing. And I just checked in yesterday to confirm I had completed everything off of my to-do list. She said, yes. So the only thing left to do before Saturday is to print off some of the, um, like, I made a food menu that we can, like, put in a frame and hang up or, you know, like, whatever. So I did some of those things. So I just need to print all the things that I've created, and that will be the end of this planning, and I, and I will move on to the next thing. But that's what I'm currently planning at this very moment. Perfect. Wow. That, sounds, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> 30. Oh, it feels like such a long time ago that we were having my 30th birthday party. <laughs> See, I'm still, I'm, all, I'm still close to that 30 mark there. I'm only 30. I think I'm 33, right? Yeah. Well, and see, I always still think about like, oh, I'm I'm only like 30, but you know, I'm about to be 38 in April. So I would say that um, I'm definitely hitting the. I'm closer to 40 now than I am 30. So maybe I'll get to have a party. Yeah. Yeah. It's a milestone birthday. It is a milestone birthday. So I'm happy to get there. Mm -hmm. That sounds like fun. So um, you guys are going to Maryland this weekend? Yes, on Saturday. And we will return Monday. The party is on Saturday. So (laughs) early flight and then a late night. Okay. Yeah. You're going to need all day Sunday to recover. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that you're not flying home until Monday or you're not right, right, home right. Monday. So, right. Mm-hmm. But she yeah. does have shenanigans planned for Sunday as well, but they're for sure not like staying up all night kind of shenanigans. It's like a brunch <laughs> and, and then a different kind of shenanigans. So yeah, Monday I will recover. And will the, yes. will this party be featured in your Instagram stories? I, so <laughs> I joke all the time. My this friend in particular is a criminal justice major, so I say that to give people an idea about how she lives her life. So essentially, um, most of those people are, you know, usually go on to work in law or you know that kind of field. So I joke and say that she pretty much thinks everybody's going to kill her. So I'm not going. <laughs> so like she doesn't show. Her house, or she doesn't this or that, or she's like, no, I'm not doing that because that person, people are crazy. This and that. So I will oh. be showing snippets since it'll be in her basement anyway. It's not like quite her house. It's okay. she just gotta finish her basement. But you'll for sure see my work because I put blood, sweat, and tears, and will when I get there because <laughs> I still have to help decorate. So for sure I'll be showing snippets. It might not just it might not be people in it, but it'll be the work and the the decor and stuff for sure. Okay, awesome. Because, you know, Caitlin has made it very clear that your stories are something that I need to see. Well, so, Anne's going to have black, gold, and leopard. That is your jam. That is <laughs> my jam. Oh, my gosh. I wore leopard That is so today. funny. Really? I have, yeah. I had a, I, today I wore um, a necklace that had leopard, like, in the, like, little, 
I try to find a little piece of leopard to put on every day. Like yeah, she's leopard bit. for days. Leopard mm-hmm. for days. So, I love it. I do love it. On mine and Mr. Hedges, but Mr. Hedges' first date to the movies or something else, we I don't know, some little date like that, I actually wore a leopard shawl type of thing with a black shirt underneath and some leopard shoes. And I still have the shoes. I can't fit the shirt because oh. I'm too, too big, but I still have the shoes. Speaking of leopard, so if I'm whenever people are talking about leopard, I think back to like 2013 and I'm like, that's when leopard was in and like a cool thing. Like, and I think it's like back again as a cool I think it thing. Is back, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I always go back, back to real 2013. Mm. <laughs> it yeah. never left for Leanne. It's just a thing. <laughs> well, it never um, left. But like it's really out now. Yeah. Yeah. Leopard leopard is a neutral for me. Like yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I have a little bit of a wild streak, you know? But what yeah. but it kinda it kinda is a neutral. Like anything you can pair with like you can wear red top and okay maybe not red top but let's say like a you leopard top red with it yeah you can. Red, or blue or navy mm-hmm. like so you know you it is beige white i'm sorry <laughs> it's everything, kind of goes, everything goes with leopard okay it's not stripes stripes do not go with oh no, no 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 not patterns oh, you I, can't mix those oh i could make it work you could put on like a little stripe okay, top that, i'm gonna challenge you Next week, Monday, for your outfit of the day at your classroom, stripes and leopard. Let's see it. Make it happen. (laughs) So today, my leopard necklace, I did wear it with like a burgundy top. Uh huh. See? And see, so I mean, I, and I was like, yep, this totally goes. I'm getting away with this. I don't have to just wear this with black. I can wear this with any color. Mm-hmm. All right, so, we'll circle yeah. back. We have gone oh, on sorry. the tangent. <laughs> Circling back to the currently page. What are you listening to, Shay? So I, my husband and I really only listen to rap music. So I'm pretty sure no one on the show has ever shared this. But like my current fave is a young rapper, like 21 out of Compton. And his name is Roddy Rich. And you might hear me talking about him in a story or posting about it in my stories or may have. But that's like who I'm currently listening to like right now, like all the time. Check it out. Yeah, Julie's awesome. Julie's plans came on and told us that she liked '90s hip hop or early 2000s. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so, I like the newer stuff. So, how do you find that stuff? <laughs> no, 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 I just mean like. Well, okay. From the radio. So I listen yeah. to. So okay, so Spotify. My main okay, source. When, when you tell me when you when you say, well, okay, he's young, he's 21. Like, you know, I'm not guessing that he's getting, like, you know, thousands of spins on the radio station. <laughs> I know. I'm so, just messing with uh, you. I, we tease because we love But he him. is. Uh, so he's really popular right now. So that's how oh, I know who he is. Yeah. Okay. Because, see, I don't listen. To, all I listen to in the car is this podcast. Because I'm <laughs> constantly editing. I'm constantly listening for errors. Like, I'm like seriously, like, all I've listened to for, like, the past two months is our show. And the Frozen um, so, 2 soundtrack. And the Frozen 2 soundtrack. I have been listening to that, yes. So um, I'll go to Pandora, which is where I, I only pretty much listen to Pandora, or I'll tell Alexa to, oh, oh gosh, don't come on. I'll tell her to play, and sometimes she'll play like <laughs> Amazon Music or something like that. But for the most part, I'll just turn on Pandora to like R&B, hip-hop, current, new R&B, hip-hop. Yeah. And then different artists will play, and then I'll you know, find ones that I like from there pretty much. 
Yeah, and see, I have Apple Music, and I like to go to their, um, like, current playlists of, like, you know, the newest, uh, I mean, like, that's, that's how, that's, that's the only way that I've been able to find new music lately, is just by, like, putting on those playlists, and just, like, letting it, letting it come on, and just see if there's anything that I like, so, mm-hmm. but like I said, you know, like, I, I don't ever get a chance to listen to, I haven't listened to music in a while, so I'm gonna really? have to, I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to give, I'm going to have to get back on that. I used to do music Mondays in my car and I wouldn't listen to podcasts. I would only listen to music and I would try to listen to new stuff. Um, so I need to bring that back music Monday, but anyway, that's, music that's cool. Monday. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Last one. We added this for 2020. What are you drinking? What's your beverage of choice right now? I am drinking literally no joke. Cause I feel like Somebody might think this is a lie, but I'm drinking water. <laughs> that yes. has all the time lately. Mr. Benjamin <laughs> claims he's going to start drinking water, which he's probably drank a gallon this year so far, which is the most that I've ever known him to drink because he is obsessed with Sprite. But he claims he's drinking more water. And so I have just naturally jumped on the bandwagon as a as a support. So... Although I love Coke Zero and I can drink that anytime, anywhere. And I like margaritas, but I have been, I've drank more water this year in 2020 than any other beverage for sure. Heck yes. That's a great, that's, that's perfect. And that's what I've been doing. And it's so funny that you say that he's addicted to Sprite because last night my husband texted me at like 1030 from downstairs and said, I have to go out right now and get a Sprite. I have to. I don't know why. I just desperately need a Sprite. And he he drove to the store and bought a Sprite. <laughs> That's so funny. So I, I just, I don't know. Something about Sprite and men. Oh, yeah. No, not me. If I'm going to be addicted no. to something, it's going to be like a chocolate milk if I'm driving to the store. That's what, that's what I'm doing. See, I'm I like, would go oh. for a Coke Zero. I like dark, dark drinks. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a Diet Coke girl. Chocolate so. milk, you can't see through it. <laughs> that's a dark drink. Uh, chocolate milk. That just sounds so heavy right now. Oh, like my gosh. Point. It's so good. With a little it bit is. of regular milk in it to water it down. Just like it. Oh, I'm going to have to go yes. get some chocolate milk now. Thanks, guys. You know what makes <laughs> chocolate milk really good? Just a little tiny bit of salt. Really? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because that, that sweet yep. and salt situation that people yes. like makes it okay. does like It does something. You should try it. Like a chocolate I milk with just like to. a little pinch of salt. It's it's really good. Because mm-hmm. I do so love a French fry in my Frosty. Yes. Well, you, you should also that. try um, watermelon and salt and strawberries oh, yeah. and salt and some other fruits. If you yep. throw a little salt on it, it kind of takes it to the next level. Yeah, my granddad used um, to eat cantaloupe and salt. That was like his yep, favorite. Yep. And and see, and my salt. husband, yeah, my husband puts um, pepper on his cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And see, I can't eat a melon. No, no. Weird food mm. corner with spiced chaos. <laughs> I know. I don't I don't like any melons. What? No uh, melons? Yeah. No not melons. Even, not even my melons? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, only, you walked right into that. I'm a little salty drink, I can't help Caitlin, it. Only your melons. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we tried to be so people. professional. And no, we, this, we've been so adult this episode. And then I teach middle school, I can't help it. I'm surrounded <laughs> by it all day. <laughs> oh, no, the, okay, so I'm going to start telling people the only melons I like are Caitlin. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. 
And people are going to say, who's oh, Caitlin? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be like my sister wife. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You guys. Well, you have come to the end of this show. Can you believe it? Wow. Oh, my gosh. We have this made it. Been, this has been the most, like, enlightening episode that we've ever done, Caitlin. Like, thank yeah. you so much for saying, let's have Shay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna face my budget fear. <laughs> Do it. I am also gonna get better at my budget. Yes. And I'm gonna start sending you pictures of my budget, Shay, and I'm gonna say what's wrong with it. Just no, post I don't it on the that. I wanna see the the expenses. <laughs> <laughs> That's what oh I want my to gosh. Like, here's what I'm going to do. Every time I start putting stuff in, like, an online shopping cart, I'm going to send it to you first and say, what do you think? Can I do it? <laughs> She's going to say no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This has been absolutely awesome. And I Yeah, this has been just, so much fun. I just have to say, I think that it's so awesome that, like, one of your focuses in your life is, like, giving back and educating people. And I, you have definitely done that today. And I hope that our listeners have gotten as much out of this as I have, because it has mm-hmm. been amazing. Totally. I 100% agree. And I will be watching your stories for all of your budget tips. And this is my accountability podcast. I am going to do better on my budget. I really am. Yes, so yes. am I. So everybody listen. We're doing I'm better. I'm going to that. Okay. okay. All right. Keep checking it. Okay. So can you tell us, can you tell us one more time, Shay, where they can find you and plug your Etsy shop? Because we didn't get a chance to talk about that, but just tell everybody about your Etsy shop real quick before you run off. Okay. I am Shay Budgets. You can find me on YouTube at Shay Budgets. You can find me on Instagram at Shay Budgets. You can find me on Facebook at Shea Budgets. My website is SheaBudgets.com and my Etsy shop is Shay's Budget Shop No Spaces because there are no spaces for any of the shop names on Etsy. It's a requirement that you don't have spaces. Just a little oh. hint, hint that I want to give out to everybody because everybody okay. struggles with that. And I sell um, budget stickers and stuff mainly for the Erin Condren planners and the Happy Planners over there. So that is where you can find me. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Oh, okay. So there's budget stickers too, besides yep. little piggy banks? <laughs> there are. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. That's cool. See, I, I told you, this is like a whole new world for me. Like I'm, I, I just, I, like I said, I write my numbers down and then they don't match up at the end of the month and then I start over again the next month and just try again. So, yes. Um, and then occasionally if I want to dress up the page, I'll put a piggy bank sticker on it because that's cute. <laughs> I love dressing up my budget pages. That's my favorite to make the budget look cute. Oh, okay. So, and you guys, you can find Caitlin at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram. And you can also find her on youtube as creating in chaos and she runs around like a crazy person on the spice chaos instagram so yeah you'll know it's me if there's some like crazy post that's where she is she's over there in all those places yep and you can find leanne at spice plans on instagram uh youtube and patreon and then you can also find her all over the spice chaos socials all of the things yes that is where i am i am 
I'm back. I'm there now more than I was in the last couple weeks, but I yes, have, get it. Uh, yep, I'm back on Instagram. So just, just I want to thank everybody who's been like, hey, where are you? Hey, are you okay? Um, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. So I'm, I'm coming back. Um, Good. We'll say thank you so much for coming on Spiced Chaos. This has been amazing. Mm-hmm. So much. Thank fun. you for Thanks having me. Yes, this was awesome. Okay, so we will talk to all of you guys in the next episode. So um, have a wonderful week and a wonderful Monday. And, um, you know, what do you you always say at the end of your videos, Caitlin? (laughs) Bye, friends. (laughs) Bye, guys.